Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary, the only podcast in the world uh, where someone is reading the dictionary. I hope you enjoy this. I hope that you tell other people, friends and enemies about this. Maybe it helps you fall asleep. That's all I can think of. Um, So because my brain is very focused on one thing, and that one thing is to read you some words. Yeah. Okay, the first word is baldekin. Um... B-A-L-D-A-C-H-I-N could also be Baldacchino. It is a noun from 1537. One, a cloth canopy fixed or carried over an important person or a sacred object. Number two, a rich embroidered, embroidered fabric of silk and gold. Three, an ornamental structure resembling a canopy used especially over an altar. This is Italian from Baldocino, from Baldaco, with a capital B, which is a, um, what is it? It's a, it's in Baghdad, Iraq. Uh, so it's a, I don't know, Baldaco, B-A-L-D-A-C-C-O. Have to look up what that is, where that is. Next, we have bald cypress. It is two words. It is a noun from 1709. One, a large deciduous conifer of southern U.S. swamps that has flexible flat needles and is related to the sequoias, also a related tree of Mexico and southern Texas. And then it says to see the cone illustration, so they must have some special kind of cones, uh, which we should go look up a picture. So the deciduous conifer scientific name is Taxodium distichum. Yeah, Uh, and then let's see. Oh, and it's of the family Toxidaceae. Let's see, the bald cypress family. Okay, so then the related tree, there's the one in Mexico, or maybe it's just one related tree, Taxodium mucronatum. Good times, good times. Number two, the hard red wood of bald cypress that is much used for shingles. Interesting. Uh, Next, we have bald eagle. It is a noun from 1688, an eagle of North America that is brown when young with white only on the undersides of the wings, but in full adult plumage, plumage has white head, has white head and neck feathers and a white tail. The scientific name is Haliaetus leucocephalus, leucocephalus, leucocephalus. There we go. I finally got there, sort of. Uh, yeah, bald eagles are very cool. I've seen, uh, just a few in, in the real world, um, mostly using like a long lens and a camera or a, uh, binoculars, but, uh, they're very cool. And, uh, you know, they're the North American bird. They're the, 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 um, what am I trying to say? The, the bird of the USA. Okay. Next we have balder. Capital B-A-L-D-E-R. It is a noun from 1552. The son of Odin and Frigga and Norse god of light and peace slain through the trickery of Loki by a mistletoe sprig. Wow. Lots of lots of stuff there. Well, Baldur is the god of light and peace? Well, Loki is kind of a mean dude if he's slain, he, he's slain this, this guy, Baldur. Um, so I, I choose Balder over Loki, although I gotta say Loki is kind of like fun and trickstery, which I like, 
but not if he's going to kill people. And also, he killed him with a sprig from a mistletoe? That seems weird. Maybe uh, mistletoe is like his kryptonite. Uh, okay, next we have Balderdash. All one word uh, with a lowercase b. I don't know why I said that. Uh, this is a noun from 1674, and we have the synonym nonsense, and the origin is unknown. Next we have, you know, there's some guy out there who's like in from 1674. He's just hanging out, and he said, I, I made up that word balderdash, and it, be, and it got into the dictionary, and that's pretty cool, man. All right, next we have bald-faced. It is, uh, there are two words with a hyphen. It is an adjective from 1943, and we have the synonym bare-faced, B-A-R-E, as in a bald-faced lie. Next, we have bald head. All one word. It is a noun from 1535, a bald-headed person. Next, we have balding. It is an adjective from 1938. Becoming bald, as in despectable, what? Despectacled head and balding. That is a very, very strange example. Bespectacled just means you got glasses on, but who ever says bespectacled and balding? Uh, I see a lot of people who are balding, mostly men, uh, and they seem to not be able to accept the fact that they're balding, and they, you know, they do funny things with their hair. I'm not judging. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe it's not my place to say, but I feel like, you know, just own it. Just do it. It's especially these days. It's not you shouldn't be ashamed of being bald. Just just shaved it all off and and go for it. Um, that's what I think. Uh, all right. Next, we have bald pate on one word. It is a noun from 1577. One, we have the synonym bald head. Number two, and we have the synonym American widgeon. Uh, is that like a pigeon? I don't know. Next, we have baldric. It is a noun from the 14th century. An often ornamented belt worn over one shoulder to support a sword or bugle. Baldric. Next, we have the word bale, B-A-L-E. It is the first form, and it is a noun from before the 12th century. One, great evil. Two, woe and sorrow are synonyms. This is Middle English from Old English Bilu. Uh, it is akin to the Old High German Balo or Balo, which means evil. And it is from the, oh, I have to go check this page. OCS. What is OCS? Uh, Old Church Slavic. I never, never would have come up with that uh, from my brain. So that is from the Old Church Slavic Boli, which means sick person. All right, there you go. Next, we have the second form of bale. It is a noun from the 14th century. A large bundle of goods, specifically a large closely pressed package of merchandise bound and usually wrapped, as in a bale of paper or a bale of hay. This is Middle English from Middle French of Germanic origin akin to the Old High German bala, which means ball. So maybe they made a bale of hay and they said it looks like a ball, so they called it a bale. Makes sense to me. Next, we have the third form of bale. It is a verb from 1760. It is transitive, and it means to make up into a bale. And baler is a noun. Next, we have baleen or baleen. 
Baleen, something, B-A-L-E-E-N. It is a noun from the 14th century. A horny keratinous substance, keratinous, uh, substance found in two rows of transverse plates, transverse plates, which hang down from the upper jaws of baleen whales. Um, I'm sure you have seen pictures of these or in cartoons or movies or whatever, um, but I, if I understand incorrectly, those are the ones they look... They don't even look like teeth. It just looks like a big mesh in front of their mouth or in their mouth. And um, and w- I think, if I remember correctly, it, it allows the... Um, the it filters the water and it filters out the larger animals and it brings allows in the very tiny animals that they eat um i don't know if shrimp or maybe krill something like that um so they eat the very small animals that sort of come through this uh this these transverse plates um i think that's right but um our next word is actually baleen whale so maybe we'll get more information um, but the etymology says this is Middle English baleen, which means whale or baleen, from Latin bailena, which means whale, and it is akin to the Greek phalaina, uh, which also means whale. So they all they saw these whales and they just made up this word. And so it, it's almost like, uh, well, the next word, baleen whale, is almost like saying whale whale, uh, depending on what language you're talking about. So this is a noun from 1874. Any of a suborder of usually large whales lacking teeth, but having baleen, which is used to filter chiefly small crustaceans, as krill, out of large quantities of seawater. See, that's what I said. I'm so smart. Uh, the suborder is mystis... Mystic... I don't know. M-Y-S-T-I-C-E-T-I. I can't make my mouth say it. Mysticeti. Sure. All right. Well, that was actually the last word. Baleen whale. B-A-L-E-E-N. Next word, W-H-A-L-E. That is the last word of the episode. Um, and I think I'm actually going to pick that as the word of the episode. Uh, because whales are kind of fascinating and uh, maybe we can find a good picture to post. So that is it. Uh, Happy February 9th. Thank you and goodbye.